Morgan and Morgan. Hey, Magic fans. This is Cole Anthony, and you are in the zone, the show of the Orlando sports fan. Welcome back to the show. Happy to have you along for the ride today. It is time for our In the Zone Player of the Night. And who was better yesterday than C.J. Stroud? Got some of the business at the end of the play. Stroud. To the end zone. Touchdown. Take Dell. Perfectly thrown by C.J. Stroud. Instead, it's Stroud. Throws. End zone. Touchdown. Dalton Schultz. Stroud gets there for two. Stroud to the end zone. Touchdown. Tank Dell. C.J. Stroud leads a magical drive. C.J. Stroud to my man Tank Dell. He became the sixth player in NFL history to record 450 passing yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions in a game, and the first ever as a rookie to get it done. That will get you these honors every single time. C.J. Stroud is our In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Hourglass Brewing. You can stop by this week. Grab yourself a delicious local brew, Gigabussin, my personal favorite, Triple IPA. They have pumpkin beer that's still out. Winter beers can't be too far behind. They've got sours. They've got ales, anything you want. They nail it across the board. Hourglass Brewing with two locations, one in Longwood and the other on Curry Ford, hourglassbrewing.com to keep up with all the latest on their on their on their menu and make sure you mark your calendars we're about 11 days away from a live show at hourglass where we want to hang out with you right after the fact so it'll be a zone heads happy hour starting at six o'clock when we go off the air tyler and i will be out there for that uh magic and bulls later on that night as well if you want to hang around for that game they'll have it on the big screen at hourglass brewing Was that not the weirdest NFL Sunday that we've had in a while? We had a monster game to open the day, and then just followed by Drek in the 1 o'clock window, we had an epic Cowboys-Eagles game, followed by what felt like a playoff game between the Bengals and the Bills. The extremes yesterday were really odd to me, uh, where you had a really hot start, And, man, I don't know about you, Tyler, but that 1 o'clock window, that was the worst 1 o'clock window I have seen all year easy and probably in a while. Yikes. There is that 1 o'clock window. There's a standalone game that separated itself from all the grossness around it, and it was the Seattle Seahawks in Baltimore against the Ravens. Which was also gross. This turned into a 37-3 pouncing by the Ravens. So, yeah, that 1 o'clock window is probably one of the worst that we've seen this season. Uh, partially because you have some good teams on buys. You had the Lions not playing. You had the Jags not playing. And then you take two of the better teams in the AFC and you throw them in at that 930 window. So that 930 game, it is a treat a little bit. It's something different. But it it also, what gives, what also takes. Then you don't have those two Goliath teams facing off later in the day. So, yeah, it it was an interesting Sunday. It was a lot of either... You had your great games, a lot of really good, and then you had, what is this on my TV screen right now? So we'll start with the Dolphins, first game of the day, and and one of the biggest, 
where I'm sure that most of you are expecting me to sob on my mom's shoulder like I'm Caleb Williams. No, sir. Terrible start to the game. Down 7 nothing before you could blink. Then it's 14 nothing. But the Dolphins are driving. It's a ton of time on the clock. 14 nothing is nothing to this Dolphins team. Then they fumble. A lateral. Touchdown. And the Chiefs go up 21 to nothing. So rather than going into the halftime break down 14 to 7, which looked like that was the way this was going to play out, and you get the ball back to start the second half too, it's now 21 nothing and you're going up against Patrick Mahomes in a really good defense, you know, all of a sudden this game that wasn't a great start but you're right back in it, it felt like it was over already. And the Dolphins even with all of that still almost won the game. They're driving at the end. If they score a touchdown, I'm convinced Mike McDaniel is going to go for two. And if he got it, then they would have won the football game. Uh, that should never, these should have never even been in position to, to win that game yesterday. The Dolphins didn't answer any questions with the way that they played. And they made, uh, really simple mistakes. These are mistakes like the, the play at the end where the ball goes, um, sailing to the right of Tua, and and, any, and rather than actually get any sort of playoff, even if it was unsuccessful, it's just a fumble created by a bad snap and a quarterback that wasn't ready for the ball. Patrick Mahomes does not make those mistakes, and those are the little things that the great teams have a way of figuring that out and never shooting themselves in the foot to such an embarrassing degree. Um, but if so, if you actually want to make noise in the playoffs, you obviously have to you have to figure out. Those, but those are correctable problems. I still feel like this team right here, they are on the cusp of figuring this thing out. They're 0-3 against the best teams they've faced this year, but it doesn't feel like there's a gap between them and everybody else. They got blown out by the Bills. That was a terrible game. They were right there with Philadelphia with injuries and penalties working against them. They were right there with Kansas City, even though they shot themselves in in the foot for two quarters and still had an opportunity to win the game. They did not answer the road woes question. But, Tyler, we said this on Friday. Even if they had won the game, we still said that that wasn't going to answer the question. So I'm sure everybody's expecting me to overreact and, and, and throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to this Dolphins team. I'm not doing it. If anything, that game just leveled my confidence in the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, it's a it's a unique game as a whole. We already mentioned this one's in Germany. It's they're playing at three thirty over a, a, on that time, nine thirty in the morning here in on Eastern Time in the United States. You get down twenty one nothing to the Kansas City Chiefs. That's not the unique part about it. The unique thing is the Dolphins scored zero points in that first half, which one of the few times this season that they've actually done that. I think it's the first time they've been shut out all season long in the entirety of the first half. So that in itself is an anomaly. And then you go to the second half, and the Chiefs get shut out in the second half. So you have two of the best. uh, I mean, the Dolphins are one of the best offenses in the league. The Chiefs have some of the best offensive weapons in the entire league. And you have two of them that get shut out in in their own half. So... Yeah, it's a game for the Dolphins that you just do a couple different, you do a couple things different, and you're right there in the game. You complete one more pass in that fourth quarter on that last drive, and you tie the game after trailing three touchdowns, the defending AFC champions and the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, 
Raheem Mostert, I think he was good when they got him the ball. He only had 12 carries for, I think it was 80-plus yards. So, yeah, I think that this is a game that the Dolphins look back to, and this is one that Mike McDaniel breaks down and says, okay, this is where I made a mistake. Not my quarterback, not my offensive line, not my receiver. This is where I made a mistake, and this could this one play could have changed the vibe of the game. So I, I think that it's a it's a positive, as much of a positive as a loss can be for the Dolphins. They have plenty they can look forward to for the future. I, uh, I I do think that you can blame the the offensive line wasn't great and the, and the mistake from Connor Williams their center at the end was baffling with that bad snap and then you got to put some of that on Tua to not be able to erase issues like that that's what the great quarterbacks do they're able to overcome that sort of stuff and Tyree Kill he wanted this big game he had drops you never see Tyree Kill drop the football. And so they just they, they had all these little things that did not go their way. The Dolphins still haven't proven that they can beat good teams. The numbers bear that out. The proof is in watching the games. That also bears it out. But that doesn't mean that they won't beat them in the future. I think if you're a Dolphins fan, you just shouldn't throw yourself overboard yet. You're still going to get Devon Achan back. This team at full strength is still terrifying. You really got to have some sort of home field advantage in the playoffs. I'm still going to I'm still going to hang on to that. That's your best path forward if you're the Dolphins, but I don't think you look at the way this team has played and say they, they just can't compete with these other teams. That That is not the way that I'm watching these games. That, uh, that fumble recovery touchdown by the Chiefs, that's a fluke play, and credit to them for doing it, but it's not like you can bank on that. You can't bank on that happening to you, and you can't bank on it happening – uh, in your favor, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, it was just one of those things that happened in a in a football game. That's a, it's a weird shaped ball, and the, these sort of things happen. The the Dolphins, what gets lost in all this because the narrative is just, oh, the Dolphins can't beat good teams. They held Mahomes to two offensive touchdowns, and one of them was the opening script. You know, that's always the easiest drive of the game is the one that you've worked all week on. So if you take that out of it. They gave up one touchdown in the flow of the game to Patrick Mahomes. How are you not supposed to feel good about that? So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I will tell you who should throw themselves overboard, though, is the Cowboys. Cowboys fans, I don't know how you stomach that one. Dak was perfect. You had a shot at the end zone, 30 seconds left, and you still could not win the game. This team has, and this is why I view these two teams differently, and I, I, I try and be as objective as possible. I know I sound like a homer when I'm talking about the Dolphins, but I hope that you guys know me by now that I'll trash my team if I feel like they should be trashed. The Dolphins haven't hit their ceiling yet. The Cowboys have clearly hit a ceiling. This is as good as this Cowboys team is going to be, and it is a score worse than the Philadelphia Eagles. That game, both of those teams played that game exactly who they are, and the result was the result. See, and I think that there's still a little extra that can be brought from that Eagles game. Like, I mean, you have two of these all-time receivers in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and Devontae Smith ends with three receptions on the day on just three targets. So that, that that's a sign. I think that there's more meat on that bone for Philly, and I think that's the major difference between a team like Philly and a team like Dallas. You said it. Dallas just played probably their best game of the season, and it was a it's a touchdown short of where the Eagles played 
and I still think the Eagles can be better. That's what separates a good team in the NFC from a contender in the NFC. And in the AFC, the contenders can go out and play a good game, but not their best game, and still be a really good NFC team. So that's what, and I think that's where the Cowboys, you said, that's their ceiling. You know, they're yeah. just going to be a good team. And Dak, he, he, I mean, he didn't have to play from this huge deficit for at all in the game. So credit to both sides of the ball for we know Dak crumbles whenever he plays from behind. He's just not going to get that opportunity in the playoffs to be ahead and uh, take advantage of a of a lesser team because there are plenty of other actual competing teams and contending teams in the NFC that'll just do light work with the Cowboys, just like we Absolutely. saw last yesterday. 100% right. We want your texts and talkbacks on everything we saw from the NFL this weekend, 50857. And you can hit us up on that iHeartRadio talkback on the iHeart app. More in the zone coming up after this.